Good afternoon. It's your friend Paige Browning from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle, where winter has not really sunk in yet, weather-wise. That could change this weekend, though. Yay for snowshoers. Here's the news from our region today. It's Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. People experiencing homelessness are suing the city of Burien for its new ban on public camping. The Northwest Justice Project, a nonprofit law group, says the ban is unconstitutional and criminalizes homelessness. It's suing on behalf of three unhoused people and the Seattle King County Coalition on Homelessness. Under a law the Burien City Council passed in the fall, no one is allowed to sleep or rest on public property overnight. Anyone caught can be charged with a misdemeanor. Know someone who's already sick this year? Yeah, it's going around. Flu and COVID cases are climbing in the Puget Sound region. And despite that, health officials say few people are getting vaccinated. And hey, it is not too late to get your shots for this season. I'm no medical professional, I know, but UW Medicine's Dr. Helen Chu is. Flu hasn't peaked yet and COVID numbers are going to start coming up. And it takes about a week after you get your vaccine to get your antibody levels up and be protected. So now is a good time. Chu says just one in five people in King County are up to date on COVID boosters. One in three have had a flu shot. That's something to think about on your next transit ride. And these can be serious illnesses, as we all know. Sixteen lab-confirmed deaths from the flu have been reported so far in Washington. Cases are high in Washington right now. Two back-to-back fires have done real damage at the Seattle Betsuin Buddhist Temple this week. Temple leaders say there's extensive smoke damage and the main altar will need to be sent back to Japan to be professionally refurbished. Alex Sakamoto is a board member of the Seattle Betsuin Buddhist Temple. He says lots of historical records of the temple and the local Japanese-American community were destroyed. You know, our temple is a large gathering spot for the JA community, Um, you know, and this kind of dates back to our temple history. You know, we were founded in 1901. So a lot of those archive documents that were destroyed in the fire uh, related to the war and the, you know, our members being interned in the internment camps during World War II. The first fire started on New Year's Eve after a temple service and fire officials say it was arson. Sakamoto says the fire reignited on its own about a day later. The temple's closed until further notice. It's 2024, a big election year. Washington residents will elect new statewide leaders, including Attorney General. And there's a Republican in that race now. Pasco attorney Pete Serrano has announced his run. He's known for his involvement in trying to fight the state's COVID health mandates. Also running for AG, Democratic State Senator Monka Dingra, and former U.S. Attorney for Western Washington Nick Brown. Where's Bob Ferguson? He's running for governor. Over here in Seattle, the city is about to get another new city council member. With how that will work, here's politics reporter David Hyde. 
We just had an election two months ago, but there's one more seat up for grabs after Teresa Mosqueda won her race for King County Council. It has been an honor of a lifetime to serve in the city of Seattle. That leaves an opening on the Seattle City Council as of today. The council will appoint a temporary replacement later this month after taking public input. Voters will get their say in a wide-open special election in November, the same election where we vote for president. One more politics note today. More chicken refunds are coming. Washington's attorney general sued 19 chicken producers for fixing the prices, a.k.a. jacking it up. Two more of them just decided to pay fines. They'll give $460,000 to the state, which gets kicked back to people who bought chicken. Lower-income Washingtonians could receive a check in the mail. State lawmakers are back on Monday to start this year's legislative session. And here's a big question on their minds. How to pay for the state's transportation plans? Here's Oli correspondent Jeannie Lindsay. The cost of those projects has gone up, so lawmakers are now having to face sort of a reshuffling of priorities and figuring out how they're going to approach a decade's worth of transportation projects as the costs have shifted. The Democratic-led legislature passed a nearly $17 billion package back in 2022 for transportation projects over the next 15 years. But it's going to cost more than $17 billion. The Seattle Times reports Washdot's seen price tags climb already because of rising construction costs and fewer bids. And here's what else to know as you go about your evening. We'll get a more detailed preview tomorrow of what bills the legislature wants to pass this year. It's their official preview day for journalists. Put your garbage out a day later than normal this week in Seattle. I already messed that up last week. But pickups are delayed because of the New Year's Day holiday. And you can put Christmas trees out if they're chopped into four-foot chunks. There's a meteor shower tonight. The quadranted meteor shower is expected to peak at 4.53 a.m. tomorrow, but can be viewed once it's dark out tonight, although we're expecting clouds, which is not great for stargazing. I'd like to see some meteors just as much as I'd like a snow dump in the mountains. Our snowpack is half of where it should be by now. And that's a wrap from the KUOW newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst. And I'm your host, Paige Browning. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. See ya.